If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick things off with something fun and interesting. Have you ever been to a restaurant super excited to just dig into your meal only to have your friend go, "Uh, wait a minute, that looks so good. Can I take a picture first? Yeah, that's happened to me. Uh, nearly 60% of folks say they've prolonged eating to get the perfect food photo. Okay, what drives this urge? Okay, science, yes, has an answer. I love this. Uh, looking at a drool-worthy picture of food, actually, they say, lights up parts of our brains linked to taste, smell, and even our memories. And then all these vibrant colors and textures in a photo makes your brain play a little what-if game. Oh, yes, this pizza looks so good, or that steak, or whatever it is. So... Snapping that picture isn't just for the gram anymore. See, that's a little fun fact you can tell your family members and friends. Now, I have a question for you. What do you call it when a Jamaican chef cooks Hawaiian food? What do you call it when a Jamaican chef cooks Hawaiian food? Anyone? Anyone? Pokemon. (laughs) Okay, that one was actually really good. You're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess here with you. It's the biggest show, the best show, the most trusted show about all things digital. And if it's your first time tuning in, a huge welcome to you and to our returning listeners. It's always wonderful to have familiar faces on board. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for My Last Name Commando. And you can find us as a 100% commercial-free podcast, webcast, as part of the Commando community. Just head over to commando.com and hit that button that says community. And a special hello to all of our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force. They're listening in 175 different countries, uh, joining us on the American Forces Network radio. Pretty amazing folks. All right, you can count on me checking out at least 35 different websites every single day, a few times a day even, to make sure that... We know everything that's happening in the tech world. And here are five things that you need to know about. And I'm sure that you've Googled some embarrassing things, right? No judgment there. We all have. Since AI chatbots, though, have come out, have you asked it any embarrassing questions? You might want to hold off doing that. An SEO expert spotted Google search indexing shared barred conversational links into the search results page. So here's what this means. If you ask Google Bard, that's their AI, something, and then share that link with a friend, your conversation with the bot could be out there for everyone on the entire internet to see. So here's something to remember when you're using any chatbot, that your conversations are not private. Google Bard even says this. If you ask it, it says Google may collect and store your chats, may use them to improve performance and for other purposes. Google may also share your chats with third parties, such as researchers and partners. Yeah, Google says that, whoopsies, we didn't mean that, we fixed the issue. Mm, Yeah, whatever. 
Uh, number two, have you ever thought about giving your pet a DNA test? Well, you have to listen to this. They're for sale everywhere, particularly on Amazon. They go for about 80 bucks a pop. Well, this gal in Salem, New Hampshire, her name is Michelle Linger. She ran a test of her dog that is just 100% German Shepherd, or that's what she thought. Uh, given the breed's known hip issues, she wanted to make sure, well, let's see if he does have any type of genetic disposition for this. And so she paid the 80 bucks, and then she got the results back. And then it said, wait, yeah, it is German Shepherd, but it also has 14 other breeds, including a Chihuahua. Michelle's like, a Chihuahua? This dog looks like a huge German Shepherd. So she reached out to CBS News in Boston. They ran an experiment with her on a few doggy DNA tests, multiple tests, multiple results. German Shepherd percentages were all over the map, ranging from 65% to just 29%. But here is the kicker. Here's the biggest surprise. Michelle used the pet DNA tests on herself. Okay, She sent it in. And the DNA test came back that she was um, part bulldog, part border collie, and a cane corso. It's like, mm, I don't think so. Uh, which reminds me, what dog breed always arrives in second place? What dog breed always arrives in second place? You ready? The silver retriever. Oh, I can say that because I have the golden retriever, my Abby girl. All right, moving on to number three. We all know too much screen time isn't good for you. Now, since the onset of the pandemic, there have been reports reported increases in puberty for both girls and boys. Now, during that time, what happened? They spent a lot less time outdoors and more time in front of, what, screen time. That's right. So researchers did a study on a few groups of rats. Now, I know the rats. Uh, the rats in one group got their normal daily dose of sunshine. Now, the rats in the other group were exposed to six hours of blue screen light. So what they found with the first signs of puberty occurred significantly earlier in the rats exposed to the blue screen light. Now, we all know that rats are not humans, but it's fair to say that just too much screen time, too much blue light cannot be a good thing. Uh, moving on to number four, street lights are turning purple. Why is that? Okay. I read a report from Scientific American that says it's actually happening all over North America. And there's a reason, and it's not because Halloween is right around the corner. Remember how streetlights used to give off that yellow glow? Well, about 15 years ago, you know what happened. We all switched to LEDs, and they're bright and white. But here's a fun fact. Those white LEDs aren't really white. It's like a little cocktail of red, green, and blue. So you can either smush those different color LEDs together to get a white light, or you can coat a blue LED with this stuff called phosphor. Now, once the light is coated with phosphor, it appears to be white. So why the purple? Well, science folks think that the phosphor, phosphor is actually peeling off, revealing the blue LED underneath. So even though it's blue, the way that our eyes are seeing it, we think it's purple. So the next time you see a purple street light, you can go, Ah, oh, I can tell you all why this is happening. And finally, this coming in at number five, generative AI art is just spreading. And the stars of the show, Dolly E2 or Mid Journey, these are AI champs that can cook up images ranging from the looks so real to cartoony. Whatever you type in, your wish is their command. So now what's happening is that they're pairing this with 
uh, with ways to swap faces and bodies and craft videos. So it looks like someone who wasn't there, and that's where we get the term deep fakes from. So it's spreading like crazy deep fakes. And so if you start seeing this stuff in your social media feeds and you're wondering if it's true or not, you can go ahead and do a reverse image search from your computers, right-click the picture on your browser, and then you can search the image with Google. Uh, it's a big red flag if it can't, you can't find this image being posted by any reputable source. You want to be sure that you count the fingers, seriously. Uh, look at the hair. Anything too smooth or shiny or blurry should make you think twice. And then just do a gut check. Does it feel real or not? Okay, if the idea of running has ever crossed your mind and you felt like there's no way I could ever do that, well, you've got to hear Martinez Evans' story. Now, he's a running coach with one mission to show that literally anyone can hit the pavement. You can get moving. You can do this. It doesn't matter your skill level. And he's run eight marathons and countless other races. And let me tell you, I've run marathons. They are very, very difficult. Now, why is Martinez here? I mean, of course, there's a ton of running coaches all throughout the United States. Well, he's the brains behind the Slow AF Run Club. That's right. It's an online community. It's just a game changer for slow runners and walkers. And Martinez, thank you so much for being here. So uh, let's start with your story. How did you get into running anyway? Yeah. Um, so 10 years ago, I had a pretty difficult doctor's appointment. I was working a commission sales job. I was on my feet eight to 10 hours a day and I developed some hip issues. So went to go see a doctor. He told me, I know why you're in pain. Okay. Why? He was like, it's because you're fat. Lose weight. <laughs> okay. <or die." laughs> well, there, there's so, one way to put it, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, right, right. So we had a big argument because, you know, he was uh, just on his rant of like, you know, you need to start walking on the track to lose weight, so on and so forth. And my thing was, I was already on my feet 10 hours a day working this job. So it just didn't make sense to me. So I told him I was going to run a marathon and he laughed at me, told me that's the most dumbest thing he has heard in all his years <laughs> of practicing medicine. So instead of massaging my fist against his face, um, <laughs> I stormed out the doctor's office and I bought some running shoes and I've been running ever since then. Okay. Well, it's not like you can just get out there and run a marathon. I mean, you've got to train for this. You've got to work up to it. So when you first started running, how long did it take you to do a mile? Oh, man, Kim, it probably took me about four weeks to run a mile straight. Wow. Let me tell okay. you this, Kim. My first run, I fell off the treadmill. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the story behind the Slow AF Run Club? So Slow AF Run Club is a community of 25,000 members worldwide. The reason why we got this name is because um, running the marathons I was running, I got helped by a, a drunken onlooker. So, <laughs> you know, he was pointing at me and he told me to come here. And I came to him and he's like, hey, buddy, you're slowing up. Go home. <laughs> so that resonated with me so much because it's typically the people who are not even in the arena who have like the biggest yeah. criticism of you. So from that point on, I vowed to myself to put slowly up across my chest um, as a badge of honor. But this is more or less my my Superman's S on my chest. So what, what advice do you give anybody who's who's saying, you know what, I want to get my butt off the couch and I want to welcome 2024 being able to do a 5K or a half marathon? What advice do you have for them? So the first thing I tell people is it's in your mind. Yes, we have to strengthen like our legs and things of that sort. But the muscle that people feel 
build to strengthen is the muscle in between our ears. So you really have to believe it. So start with belief and have illusional self-belief when it comes to running. You can do this in regards to what anybody else say. The second thing is buy good running shoes. So go to your local specialty running shoe store and get fitted. Say these two words, gait analysis. If that <laughs> store look at you like you got a third head growing out the side of your neck, that is not the store for you. Uh, so basically what a gait analysis does is it let the store uh, clerks see how you walk and understand what type of shoe that you need. And then the last thing I would say to people is that people get hurt when they fall into the terrible twos. The terrible twos is whenever you do something too soon, too much, or too fast. So you want to make sure that you get into running and, and be gradual with it. It takes our body anywhere between four to six weeks to get uh, comfortable to something new. So just really think about that, that adage when you're thinking about if I want to go faster or if I want to go longer. So how did you start building this community online? Because 25,000, that's that's big. This community kind of happened right, right before the pandemic. And then we would just prime for when the pandemic happened. So we went completely virtual. And from there, we started to run virtual races when a lot of races got canceled. Mm -hmm. And we were doing virtual races that had like six and 7,000 people around the world joining in on these races. And they kind of just grew from there. And next thing you know, you know, with um, the amount of press, the book that I'm out uh, just came out, the book tour I'm on, we've amassed 25,000 members worldwide. That's, you know what, it's, it's a very inspirational story because, uh, you know, so often you think, well, I have to be super thin to be a runner. I have to have long legs. I've, I've got to have this huge time commitment and, you know, well, it is a time commitment to be, to stay into shape. I mean, it becomes a whole lifestyle. Um, and so with this community, do you give people support, keep them going, motivated? Absolutely. So we do run coaching. I have a, uh, a athletic trainer in there that does like live stream um, exercises and they're more like more accessible. So she does like chair modifications and so on and so forth. So for anybody who's looking um, to join and they don't know where to begin, you can come inside the club and participate in that. Um, and in addition to that, we are um, doing in-person groups as well. And the last thing that uh, I'm happy to announce is that we recently just launched a the nonprofit arm for the Slow Your Front Club. Awesome. And with that goal, we're, we're looking to like um, get more kids to be active as well within the sport of running. So let's just go ahead and tell us about your book and how people can check it out. Slow AF Run Club, the ultimate guide for anybody who wants to run. It's for anyone who's sitting on a couch and don't know where to begin. If you're looking to get active and you're looking to start running, this is the book you need. What you'll find in this book is tips for mindset, uh, nutrition, how to start running, so on and so forth, as well as compelling stories and life lessons that I learned along the way in a, uh, in a very compelling story. Well, let me give you a life lesson when you're finishing a marathon that I bet you never thought about this because I can tell you're not this type of guy, but I was I was finishing uh, another marathon and I was running with a doctor, which is always great. I always feel good when I run with an ER doctor, you know, so if I vapor lock, <laughs> you know, this guy's going to be right there to save me. So we're, we're like just crossing the finish line and we've been neck and neck. And now I'm like maybe five, five and he's six, one. So our strides are totally different. So like two of mm -hmm. mine, three of mine's one of his, right? So we're just like right towards the finish line. And I looked at him, I said, Joel, turn around, look over there. And so this way he turned, he stopped and he turned around. And then I went over the finish line first, so, <laughs> <laughs> which to this day, he's like, I, I'll never forgive you for that. I'll never forgive you for that. <laughs> you can go ahead, Martinez. Hey, thanks for being here and uh, good luck with your book and your community. I see great things ahead for you. 
Hey, speaking of your health, if you have ADHD or you know someone who does, there is an app called Sidekick. Wow, it's three times faster than Chrome. It blocks out the ads and trackers. It cleans up the tab clutter. But if you're someone or know someone who struggles with concentration, you need a little help staying on task. You really need to check this out. It's called Sidekick. We have a link over at commando.com. Joining us is our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So I knew that we were going to be talking about AI and branding. And so I went over to ChatGPT and I said, how would you describe the Commando brand? Oh, okay. Okay. What'd you get? You know, you're, wait till you hear this. Okay. <laughs> uh, if we're diving into the essence of the Commando brand, it goes something like this. Often hailed as America's digital goddess. Check. Okay. Uh, is a beacon in the world of consumer tech. Oh, a beacon. Okay. Uh, the brand stands for trusted tech expertise. And it goes on to say with a syndicated radio program, columns, a dynamic website. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we break down the complexities of the digital world. Okay. Uh, the commando brand is approachable and relatable. True. Okay. Uniquely personable. It says we speak in a language everybody can understand. Uh, cutting edge updates. Love it. Uh, the brand is always on top of things. It's about staying informed and keeping others informed ahead of the curve. Kim, did you write this? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, wait, there's three more things. Okay. okay. Consumer advocacy. Okay. Yes. The brand is a champion for consumers, offering advice on digital safety, privacy, and smart purchasing decisions. Okay, wait. Okay, I did not write this. Okay, <laughs> wide appeal. Uh, the brand caters to a broad audience, bridging a technology gap for various age groups and tech levels. Uh, and then finally, it says engaging content. The brand offers radio shows, podcasts, videos, newsletters, and more. It's a one-stop shop for anyone looking to make the most out of their digital life. Wow. And no, I did not write that. That was from ChatGPT. And then it goes on. Uh, and it says the commando brand is all about empowering the everyday person in our ever evolving digital age. It's that person, that tech savvy friend, everyone wishes they had ready with a tip trick or solution and always has their back. Oh my gosh. Okay. Whenever I have to interview somebody for a job or, you know, talk about the commando brand, I feel like I should just take that spiel and like, here, read this. This is what I'm going to tell you anyway. Yeah, we should. Exactly. It's crazy. I know. So I was really surprised. And then I started thinking like, how did it know all that? I mean, you know, because it, it's obviously it's looked at stuff that we've been publishing and doing and things that are out there. But um, but now that it knows the brand, because I've never thought about doing what you are going to talk about with ChatGPT. So cool, right? So, so where does somebody start? Well, okay, at this point, you read that stuff and our minds are blown because we know this brand so much. You listening, your mind is probably blown because, yeah, that, that's Kim, right? You know that. Well, you, it's one of those things where you have to, you, you can't get out more than you put in, right? You have to arm it with information. So with Kim, with our brand, pretty easy, right? There's so much stuff out there about the Commando brand, us talking about who we are, Kim talking about who she is. And so it has all this stuff to draw on. Plus, Kim, you use ChatGPT a Correct. whole lot. Yes. And you've probably told it a whole lot about, this is how I sound. This is how I write. This is the type of information I give. And so it has built up essentially this profile of, okay, here's Commando. I know it. 
And so it can give you back things that are really catered to that. So starting from a baseline, sorry, but ChatGPT doesn't know anything about you. Uh, it might know something about your business if there's a ton of information out there on the web, but you really have to start with feeding it as much as you can. And I don't think people really realize this. Like you think, okay, I'll just type a question. And if I type it right, it's going to be perfect. I'm going to get the right information. No, you have to keep giving information. That's true. That is very true. You have to tell like, you know what? You missed the point here. Yep. That doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, which I, which I routinely do. Be you're you're a serial corrector. I am. Chat GPT. I'm like, oh my gosh, how could you even say that? It was so wrong. Yeah, you'll send me the screenshots every now and again of like, tough being this smart. It is. So give it information. And really, you're not trying to be tricky about it. You don't need to write some perfectly eloquent thing. You can just say, hey, I'm going to tell you about my brand so that you can write about me better or so that you can write in my style so that you can know who I am. So you really want to take that stuff that is... Who are we? What are we trying to do? And feed it in there truly directly. And then once it starts to know about you, which we'll get to in a minute, it can help you a whole lot better with your business. Um, I was looking up, so marketing consultants, brand consultants, these people are charging like $100, $200, $300, $500 an hour. And really, you're not going to get a contract unless you know, it's you're not just getting an hour, right? This right. is going to be a thousand, thousands. At least. Yes, absolutely. So really use this tool to do it for you. And I found this really awesome article. This was on Forbes. Uh, Jody Cook wrote it. And she had some really good ideas that kind of got me thinking about this. So her first chat prompt was, act as a personal brand consultant. Look at my social media bios, and then you paste in the links. What kind of person does this represent? How credible? What audience is this serving? And then you can kind of see from this, you know, almost third person perspective, somebody who's not you, who's going to have all of your like, well, no, it's, it's for this person and this and this. Uh, it'll help you see how does someone else see this brand? Um, it'll send you back information. And then the more you work with it, this is where you start building up that, you know, repertoire, right, of information that it has about who you are. You know, see, that's where a lot of people, I think, make the mistake, Al is they expect ChatGPT to be a one-way street because, you know, we're so used to going to Google and typing something in and then we get a result. And you actually have to think of ChatGPT or BARD or whatever that you're using as somebody who's going to be your assistant and you have to give them the intel so that they can give you what you want back. And I'm tell you, even though I've been doing this for a while, uh, probably religiously working on this for the last three months is that I'll send you something and I'll say chat wrote this. Yeah. And you know, it's probably 60% there, you know, it's, it's not something where you can go, okay, now that you know everything <laughs> about me, you know, can you replace me? It's just, it's no. still not there, but, but the, it's like almost like the quality of the input is going to be relating to the quality of the output. Absolutely. Yes. You, you nailed it. And so the better, you get at giving it information and the right kind of information, the better it can do. So say you're a business that you don't really have a very established brand. You're not like Kim and you can say, this is exactly who I am. This is how I want people to see me. Well, maybe there's somebody in your field or a related field or just somebody online that you think, I really love the stuff that they post. I really love the way that they wrote their website copy. I love the way they represent themselves online. You can go to chat, you can put in that link or, you know, several links and say, I think this is 
awesome branding. Will you help me mimic this for my business? So you can take ideas, you know, ask it to analyze someone's web presence, and it can give you ideas for how you could do that yourself. Not in the way of, you know, copy and paste, you're going to take all the same stuff, but, you know, take somebody in a totally different industry that you really like. Great. You could do the kind of things they do. And you might not know the science behind it, but I bet you chat or whatever AI program is going to have a pretty good idea of what they're doing and better than you will if you don't have much marketing expertise. And, and marketing is an art. It oh, is. yeah. And I mean, and it also goes back to, I mean, even if somebody were to tell you that you could be the, the, the biggest person in the economics industry or whatever, whatever field of choice, the best plastic surgeon, whatever you want to do, is that if you don't have the drive, <laughs> okay, it's not going to happen. No. I mean, you got to get off your butt and you got to do things. <laughs> Well, and I think this is a really good tool for people, you know, no matter which one of the tools you choose, it's a really good way to get your hands on skills that you might not have inherently, or you might not want to pay somebody to do, but you can kind of, you know, you have half the skills maybe, and you can get the full way there uh, using AI. Another one I think is really nice. um, Improve my bio, right? You have to write bios for everything. The long ones for a website, you need to write them for your social media profiles, you can paste those in and say, I'm Allie. I want people to know that I am on the radio with Kim Commando. I'm really into technology. I have a dog named Nova. Uh, whatever details you want, right? Make my bio better and paste in what you already have. And it will do that for you. And again, the more you give it about who you are, what you want in there, the tone you want, all that stuff, the better it's going to be. Well, what if you don't, what if, what if you are, what if you don't like what ChatGPT comes back? I mean, how do you, because, you know, and that's the other thing too, is that it's not always 100% correct. No. So, so if you don't like what you get back, that's when you actually need to say you're totally off base. Yeah, keep going. Be honest about it. And it's nice because, I mean, I will say the more polite you are, the better answers you actually will get. So you don't, don't, you don't know, be a jerk. Yeah, you know, there's just some geek of the week who made that the case. And that's, you know, and what we're talking about is it's true, is that if you say things like, Oh, thank you, ChatGPT, for helping me out today. Uh, And if you say, please, will you do this? Uh, You're wonderful, (laughs) ChatGPT. Is that you you give it a little bit of positive affirmations and suddenly it's like your best friend. Crazy, right? Yeah. So tell it what you don't like. Don't be a big jerk about it. But yeah, you can say, this isn't right. I need this to sound more serious. I need this to sound more informative. I need this to be more entertaining. This is boring. Can you write it again? Uh, one trick I like is instead of asking for something one time, I will say, give me five different examples. And so you can see which one you like the best. And then it already did that one. And so you can say, great, give me five more like number three. Um, so the more you can kind of have it iterate on different things, then it starts to kind of learn uh, what you want. But it is it's truly a valuable tool. And no, so is it worth the 20 bucks a month? I will tell you, I think it is. Uh, and, well, it, it depends how much that you use it. But I see a big difference between just the regular old vanilla version <laughs> of ChatGPT that nobody's paying for versus if you're paying 20 bucks. Right, exactly. And that's that's what we're talking about here, right? If you are taking that time to really train it and have it know who you are, it's worth the 20 bucks, especially if you're going to use it for your business and you're going to get that back, you know, whether it's your time, if it saves you an hour, okay, worth it. Awesome. You know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but there was a a brand called Captain Kirk Clothing. Okay. The actor who portrayed Captain Kirk 
He tried to launch his own brand of trousers, but they didn't sell very well. Uh, it could have been the name. They called him uh, Shatner Pants. <laughs> but I'm um, Allie, thanks for being here. Appreciate you on board. Some Thank good you. stuff that we pass along. You ought to try that out, folks. It's a great idea. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, back to the phones we go with John in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hello there, John. Well, I'm getting emails to an email address of mine as one word and it was it's going to gmail which mm-hmm. is where i have mine and uh generally if i look at a message that this guy sends using his address not his address or my address whatever it is uh there's nothing in the two line i have to go to the little three dots and look at the uh the whole listing of the stuff that you get with an email mm-hmm. And I, I find my email address in there, and it confuses me because a lot of these come from support at paypal.uk. That's who sends it, supposedly. Whether they do or not, I don't know. So, so basically, you're getting, e- you're getting Gmail or email at your Gmail account for somebody yeah. who is using your Gmail address? Yeah, well, if you look at the rules at Gmail, uh, any variation of my name or my address or whatever, you know, that it's just something weird. I well, think Gmail's it's, got a problem. Yeah, it's it's a common issue with Gmail because it, what it does, it Gmail doesn't recognize any periods or any dots as characters within usernames. So if if you're john.doe at gmail.com and you're also John Doe at gmail.com and you're j.ohndoe at gmail.com, they all go to the same inbox. And so what, is, what has happened over the years is that people have common names okay? uh, or people have common usernames. And so what you can do is if you notice that it's coming from PayPal and it's coming to your address and it's not you and you have nothing to do with PayPal in the UK, you know, what you do is you set up a folder, say the other John Doe, okay? And so anything that comes in, from that address, it gets automatically sent to that filter. You know, unfortunately, there there isn't a way to just say, oh, this is me. I'm the real John Doe, and this is what I want. No. If somebody's using your email address, it's just a pig pain in the neck. Uh, and that's why if it is happening to you, just go ahead and set up a filter. I mean, let me tell you, I've had my Gmail address, I don't know for how many years, probably 20 years. And there are people in other countries who unfortunately are starting to use my Gmail address. And they actually started years ago. Uh, And so what I do is I say if it's a certain country code that it goes into this filter so I don't even see it. Now, if you need help uh, setting up those filters, just hang on the line. Uh, Amber, who's screening our calls today, it will send you a link. Uh, We actually have this actual answer posted inside the commando community. So if you go to community.commando.com, that's where you can find our Q and a forum. So anytime you have any questions, 
And maybe it's something that, you know, you tried to Google and you actually need somebody to help you and hold your hands. That's what we do inside the community. But I did see recently that our IT genius, uh, John, actually answered some questions about this. So what you want to do is uh, just hang on the line, John, and we'll send you out a link to that for everybody else. Uh, Just go ahead and hit community.commando.com. All right. You have everything on your phone. It's a total treasure chest. It has all your financial information, your identity and more just tucked into this small portable box. Now, the bottom line is that because you have all your stuff in there, it's a crook's target, a cyber crook's target. We're talking about viruses and Trojans and malware, spyware, ransomware, adware, badware, whatever you want to call it. It wants to get on your phone. So here's how to spot it if something malicious is lurking there. We're going to start with number one, a sudden surge in data could mean that malicious software is installed. Next up, if you see some charges on your bill or the app store that you just can't explain, maybe you've been hacked. Number three, pop-ups, so annoying, and they're often used by hackers and scammers to try and trick you into downloading malicious software. And number four, ever notice that something on your phone that you didn't install? Well, it could have been put on your phone without your know-how, without your knowledge. And finally, this coming in at number five, battery drain. If your phone is dying faster than usual, it could be that some software is using up all your phone's resources. So time for a backup and a complete factory reset. Hey, be sure that you tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show because after all, knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.